Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Art of Giving a Damn. Today we have with us someone who has had an interesting journey to where she's at now that I know you're going to find both fascinating and inspiring. And you might just find that what she does is a missing piece in what you've got happening in your business right now. So let me introduce you to Peggy Lee Hanson. Peggy, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Michelle, for this opportunity to connect with you personally and your, your audience. It's amazing. You know, it's, it's funny because we've been in touch and known each other for quite a few years now. And, uh, and I went and looked at some of your notes before we jumped on today. And I didn't know you've actually had some really unique experiences, including walking the red carpet at the Oscars and the Golden Globes. How about that? Yes. Nice. I, I keep forgetting that one. That is that is one of those accidental things that happen, and um, I personally did not. One of my books did. One so, of your books did. One okay. Of my books did. <laughs> uh, something. It was the my the first book that I was got. I got paid to be in, and um, it was like a sixteen word poem about motherhood. Oh, wow. And um, so it was uh, not everybody got into the book and it was just an amazing experience. And the person that uh, co or that authored the book, put everything mm -hmm. together, found a way to get it into the swag bags of ah. both and the Golden Globes a few years ago. So people Sally cool. has that book in her swag bag. So it's just like, I'm hoping she took it out and read it because the book was, <laughs> Um, all about being female and being mother, and it was just a fantastic book, very colorful book. What a fun experience. Well, and you are a multiple-time best-selling Amazon.com author. You've been in collaborative books. You've put together collaborative books. Um, share a little bit, if you don't mind, about what you do right now. What I do right now. There's a few things that I do, but mainly, uh, no matter if it's a collaborative book or a personal book of my own or for someone else, I and I help women, especially women, to get their voices heard, to get their message out into the world. Because sometimes those messages get keep and experiences get so bottled up inside of us, they just are bursting to get out and once that those messages get released it also imparts wisdom on the reader who just may be the one person that needs to read what you have to say i love that because i really believe that's true so many of our experiences and stories that Sometimes we hesitate to share for, I'm sure you run into this all the time, a variety of reasons. There really are people waiting to hear that. Yeah. And we, we forget that sometimes. So uh, how did you wind up doing what you do, supporting other people and getting their stories out? I think it was a couple of years ago as a Toastmaster. I mean, I've been running, writing and getting people's books published for several years now but it that message of getting people's voices heard and out into the world really set home when i was in the international organization of toastmasters and some uh -huh. of your audience may be familiar with that uh -huh. and 
there, there's two tracks that you can go along in Toastmasters. One is the speaking track, mm -hmm. and then the other one is leadership, where you actually um, become an officer of the club that you attend, mm -hmm. uh, and then you can uh, sprout your wings and move into a, a bigger leadership role looking after six clubs and then after six clubs then you can step up and take a whole district ah, okay so i had for the state of wisconsin uh like the southern the southwestern two-thirds of wisconsin so i was hearing stories all all the time and people because they were practicing their speeches for either business or contest or just building up their self-confidence level and i just thought man some of these stories really need to be told they really need to be shared you know it was about addiction it was mm -hmm. about divorce it was about abuse it was about disease cancer i mean everything and everything and um, it just touched my heart so much that uh, somebody needs to hear somebody more than just who's out here sitting in the audience needs to hear those words. And what's the better way to get that word out there is through a book. I mean, you can do video, which is great, but not everybody has the internet. And through book form is a great way. So uh -huh. that's where I really kind of started more getting into the stories, the individual stories, especially of the women that I've met and encourage them to share their stories. Yeah, well with, with amazon.com and all the uh, options we have to publish books so much more easily, we can reach such a big audience with it as well. Yes, and internationally, not just mm -hmm. in your own backyard. So what has been your favorite part of working with mostly women to get their stories out there? Um, what's the part that gets you the most excited? It's at the end, mm -hmm. after they write their story with me mm -hmm. and realizing how much that they have grown over the years, mm -hmm. everything that they've realized, and that even though their story still stings a bit, they now realize that they have gained so many tools over the years that that sting doesn't hurt quite so much. Mm -hmm. And that the processing, again, of their story mm -hmm. just brings them to a whole new level again. Mm -hmm. And so that they can you know, feel freer and feel that freedom of release. Mm -hmm. So that is the best thing that was not planned whatsoever during you know helping people write their stories especially with the mm -hmm. anthology books that i've been uh, currently working on and it, it's just a a benefit that no one could have seen i sure didn't so is that something that that's pretty common that people run into when they go to tell their stories is there's a lot of emotional processing that they've got to go through around it yeah yes that uh, makes sense it, it is, it does, and, um, and that's why a lot of people don't want to tell their stories because it still hurts, but there, there comes a level of point where you do work through their stories, and then once you are ready to tell them, because not everybody's ready to go back in time to share their mess or to share their emotions, 
but when it's time, um, everyone pretty much knows because they just can't keep it inside of them anymore. It becomes what, what happened to them becomes a process, not only in getting rid of those emotions, but they, they figure out that, okay, so to get through this, I first did this mm -hmm. and then I did this mm -hmm. and then I did that. And then I did this other thing. Mm -hmm. Wow. I have a, all at once they realize I have a five-step process that I can share with other people so they don't mm -hmm. get stuck like I did. Bingo. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a key to, like you said, when you're ready to tell your story, I think sometimes we run into people in life who we start that conversation and we realize, wow, they need to know what, what I learned, what I went through, where they're at right now. Just seeing that there are people who, like you said, are waiting to hear our stories, even if it's just, I survived through this and you can choose to get through what you're going through. It can be so inspirational. I think sometimes that's a piece that we've lost a little bit in many of our cultures where there used to be such an emphasis on older women teaching younger women and really being there to guide them through different transitions in life that uh, for whatever reason, society seems to have veered away from a lot. And I think about that when I hear people talking about, you know, it takes a village and some of those different phrases. I think one of the pieces that's so key is having women mentor other women and share those stories. And I love the way that you're putting that together. You mentioned your series. It's uh, Courage Under Siege, right? Yes. Okay, so tell us a little bit about that series, how it works, and, and especially about the collaborative piece of it, how people can contribute to your series. Oh, this is a project that came to me divinely through divine intervention, mm -hmm. uh, divine download, you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, about two years ago. Mm -hmm. And it took a little bit to get it off the ground. Everybody liked the idea, but other people were having a little bit difficulty, you know, stepping up and into their story. Mm -hmm. And so it was a little bit difficult for them to share. But... So what, what advice would you give somebody who is at that point, who's thinking about sharing their story, they know deep down they need to share their story, both for themselves, for that healing, like you said, and for other people, but they're afraid to do it. What's, what's one step to take in the right direction? If this is something that calls to your heart, and it will, it, it, it'll call to your heart and wanting to get your story out and that you know that you need to get it out, it's not going to let you go. You may want to get rid of it. You may you know, not even think that you want to tell your story or share your story with anyone, but it keeps coming back into your head that, you know, maybe I should talk about it. Maybe I should share it. One thing to remember is that you don't have to tell everything. You don't have to get down to the nitty gritty. You can just, skim over the top, tell a little bit enough to give context to the story, but you don't have to, you know, say anything that you don't want to, you know, really, because it's still your story. But, you know, I would just say breathe, think about it. And um, if it's something that resonates and just keeps coming back, that the thought just keeps, I have something that I say that if, if you get a thought, an idea, mm -hmm. and it comes to you the first time, that's okay. Mm -hmm. If you leave it alone and the thought comes back to you a second time, you kind of sit up and you take notice. 
but if it comes back a third time, you better start thinking about how to take action because it will, it'll start okay. it's starting to take you over. <laughs> ah, it's, it's not going to just go away. No, it's not going to okay. just go away. And that's the same thing with, with the, the series of books. And once I got the idea that um, I can have other people share their stories in a book, uh, you know, it just makes it, um, I, I couldn't let it go and it wouldn't let me go and the, the title came as a divine download everything it's timing is divine I think I believe in people some people may not believe in divine timing and well there's two different ways that you can look at divine timing and um, one it shoves you out the door <laughs> okay <laughs> Which this did. I mean, it was just like naming my my company. I was in the shower one day, and it was the the shower power moment. And, those happen. Uh, those happen, and I said it's a good thing that I wasn't all soapy because I would have fallen on the shower floor and probably hurt myself. <laughs> but it says, you know, the voice came into my head and says, "You have to name your company. You have to you have your company name, but you need to name the publishing arm because mm -hmm. people are starting." To come to you to publish mm -hmm. stories and so this was like three years ago uh -huh. and the name just popped in and it said courageous woman publications i love that and that's how that part of my business got got named and mm -hmm. that's the way things come to me is with that power not necessarily in the shower anymore <laughs> not in the, of the night but um if anybody watching this are get get ideas with that kind of force, mm -hmm. pay attention and see what you can do to make that happen and talk about it with other people. Because I talked about the Courage Under Siege with a friend of mine and I was on her um, internet radio show one day and she says oh you got this series coming out you know in the next couple of months called courage under siege and uh, I wasn't quite ready to make that quite public yet <laughs> but what has happened is that it forced me to really get out there and get the people in the book that I wanted to and um, it, it became the international bestseller so That's I love how you said sometimes your ideas really grab you and the idea of they don't always go perfectly smooth just because it is the right thing the right time. Sometimes you still have to fight for it. Sometimes you do still have to push yourself through things and say, no, I know this is what I'm inspired to do and I'm going to figure out how to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. I love that. So, go ahead. I was just going to say that, you know, I had two businesses at the mm -hmm. two two heartfelt things that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. When I first became an entrepreneur, it was helping people transition mm -hmm. out of the corporate world. Mm -hmm. And that's when you and I met. Right, and yeah, that's what you were doing then. Yeah, and I also wanted to write, and I started you know, helping uh -huh. people their businesses. And from day one as an entrepreneur, I kept hearing you have to only build one house at a time, one house. I could not have these two houses that I was building. And it was actually kind of eating me up inside. And it, was, and it wasn't until I heard or decided that I can mesh these two together. 
mm. and make them work. And now the, the people that are coming to me want to get out of the corporate world and they want to write their book to do that. So that is how, again, so, divinely timing this, this worked. Well, and that, that's interesting that it kind of still connected with what you did before into this. That's very cool. Um, and uh, Okay, so I, I kind of jumped in and interrupted you there a little bit. So for those listening who may not know, what is a collaborative book and how does that work? And the reason I ask is I know that some of the people watching are thinking, yeah, that would be awesome to publish a book and tell my story, but oh my gosh, all of the details. Where do you start? How many different people are, you, you've got to have a book cover designer and an editor and somebody to help you get it on Amazon and where do you go to, there's so many pieces. So I know that um, they may be wondering what alternatives are. So what is a collaborative book? How does that process work? For my process, the collaborative writer only needs to write their chapter. And I say only, you don't have to worry about the details. You don't have to worry about getting a book designer, an editor, a proofreader, anybody. You just write your story. Mm -hmm. And what I have done is um, I have created for, for my collaboratives a, um, a writing template. And it's based on 3,000 words, which is a nice size chapter for anyone. It's about six or seven pages of like a word document. Mm -hmm. So it's not a long piece that you have to write, but I break it down into bite-sized pieces so that you don't see this great, big, huge, long piece of work that you have to do. And I, I, I show, I teach how to write just a little bit each day to get those ideas out of your head and down onto paper by using this template. So you first begin with your backstory. Well, first of all, even before your backstory, before you even start writing, you want to start thinking about um, who you want to tell your story to. Now, if you could pick anybody out there, you know, think about the, the kindergartners. You know, they, they sit in front of the teacher, they, they listen to the book. Who would be your kindergartner that you want to teach? And so just a few sentences to describe that. First, just to get you into the mood and focused, what your message is going to be. And then I move you into the next stage. But also, my collaborative writers are not left to their own recognizances. We meet every week for a training, for a Q&A session, for a hi, how are you? And on this, on this same format, so we do it by video. So that everybody gets to know each other, everybody um, can support each other, get the support that they need, especially if they're struggling with something. And um, so I make it a very um, cohesive space and safe space. Nothing goes in, nothing gets out, um, so that you feel safe and protected, but most of all, held with what you're doing because it's a very scary process it, it really can be like we talked about earlier there's a lot of emotions to process when you're sharing your story like that so mm -hmm. the way the book then ends up coming together is is each person who's participating writes one chapter 
Correct. So it's, it's a compilation of different people's stories into one book that's centered on a theme? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. So then when people participate in this type of book, they don't have to worry about the cover art or the editing or, or trying to, oh my gosh, trying to get things into the right format <laughs> for, for a book. Or I making sense. Recently you know, played with that. my story, but it doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. You know, I'm kind of jumping all over the place. That's yeah. okay. I can help you with that. <laughs> or if I can't help you, I can find somebody who can. Yeah. But normally I can take care of all that. I consider myself a one-stop shop in uh, writing and publishing. And so I can take you from nothing to something. Well, and, and collaborative books are such a great way to start getting out there. I remember uh, some of the first things for me that went on Amazon um, were things like that where somebody else put it together. I was just one of the people featured in it. And I remember being so surprised by how easy that process was and how well it worked. And suddenly, hey, wait, who put me on Amazon? I'm on Amazon. <laughs> it was almost like a surprise of, of seeing that. And it really... It was, it was such an easy way to start to tell, like you said, pieces of the story because that's one thing I think we sometimes forget. Like you said, it's still your story. You get to choose which pieces you're ready to share. And having somebody help you through that process really does make a big difference having support as you share it. And it also ends up being nine times out of ten, what has happened to you in the past becomes your passion and that you want to build a, a business around it. And that is so something true. else that I do is that I will promote you. You get, you know, a picture, a, a biopic in your, you can share your websites, LinkedIn, um, and a short bio so that anybody that reads your story that resonates with you have your contact information immediately that they can contact you. So I'm all about promotion. And uh, if I know you and you're in my book once, that's it. You know, you will always get promoted. <laughs> and it is a great way to get out there and really help you build your business because that is so many of us ended up doing what we do as a business because we had to solve a problem for ourselves. We had to figure out either how to overcome something or, you know, just whatever that path was we took in life, we realized, oh, I'm not the only one who has this problem. And now I know a solution. And that's something that we become passionate about sharing with others. Love that. Yeah. And, and when you're in this book, mm -hmm. this clearly means that you are not alone. Yeah. Someone that's, is there with you. And if no one, if you feel no one is, I am. So just know that you are not alone. You are being held and that you are being held lovingly and with love mm -hmm. by this book. I love that. So guys, if you're looking for more information on Peggy's books, on the process, on how she can help coach you through, if you're looking to share your story and you're just not sure you can do it on your own or you just want that extra support, you can find her at PeggyLeeHanson.com. There's a link below the video or below the audio, wherever you're listening to this, where you can connect with her. You can also reach out to her on LinkedIn. Just search Peggy Lee Hanson. There'll also be a a link to her LinkedIn below the video and uh, with the audio. So get in touch and check out our books. You can find them on Amazon. Just again, go to PeggyLeeHanson.com. You can find the links there and uh, grab a copy of the ebook series or the print book series that she's got. You will find it is amazingly inspiring. And as you read through those stories from other women, 
and what they've been through in life, you will find yourself inspired uh, and excited about what an amazing world full of people this is. So uh, Peggy, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Michelle, for the opportunity. I, I love talking with you. You know that we've, we're, we're friends go way back and uh, from when we first started our businesses. So jumping out there and together and this is terrific for re where we both are today. So it, it's, it's one of those things, like you said, sometimes you have to fight for your ideas. And I know over the years, we both have our businesses have evolved and grown different directions, but I know we're both passionate about doing what we do because we see the change it makes for other people and how we're able to make a difference. So, Definitely. Thank you for what you're out there doing. And thank you to everybody listening in today. Be sure you subscribe wherever you are catching this podcast at and join us again for another episode.